Welcome to SaltCast. My name is Bob Turner, and I serve as the director of the Sunset Academy of Leadership Training, SALT. And we are working to provide a resource to help leaders, to strengthen current leaders within congregations, and as well, providing tools that will help develop the next generation of leaders. And I am so thankful to have with us today on this SaltCast, Brandy Kendall, uh, who has been dealing with and addressing a number of different areas in regards to conflict and conflict resolution. Welcome again. Good to be back. And thank you for taking time to be with us because the information you're providing is so valuable and so good. But I have a big question for you today. <laughs> From a corporate perspective, we hear this term zero-sum outcome. Could you explain a little bit about what that is, how that affects church, conflict, and conflict resolution. In, in the simplest of terms, you could picture it as a mathematical equation. Okay. And uh, the goal is for both sides of the equation to be equal. If the equation is a good one and the math is done properly, uh, we end up with equality on both sides. Okay. Everybody's happy. All right. Okay. Uh, that is the zero sum we're looking for. We, we want zeros, as it were, on both sides of the equation. Uh, the problem comes in when uh, a, a part of that equation, in order for things to be equal, uh, what happens is my gain means your loss. Right. Uh, my uh, win means your loss. My um, my victory means your sacrifice. Mm. And how many of us like to be on that losing side of things? Yeah, none. <laughs> in, in general. It, it's not a very happy place. So because the equation is seeking equality and for it to be healthy, okay, we want we want that equality on both sides. And that's what we need to work for. Right. That's what we would really like to have. But the reality is, uh, for the equation to work itself out, for most of us, because we focus, as we've talked before, about my priorities and where I'm coming from, right. and my uh, view of things ten tends to be the right one, and I'm going to win this battle. Right. And because that's the nature of the equation... For me to win means you lose. Lose, yeah. Now, even more practical terms, and and where we find ourselves, especially now in the church, the most the simple the most simple way to see this is I'm right, you're wrong. Okay, I'm right, you're wrong. No, I'm right, and you're <laughs> wrong. Okay, now, and, and the stronger that we say that, right? Okay, the stronger that we believe that the equation is in my favor. Okay, the stronger that we believe in that, the greater the distance, the greater the damage. Right. The very nature of conflict. And and so the issue comes down to how are we going to measure this? Okay. How do we work through that kind of uh, you, you'll hear uh, you'll hear a lot of uh, zero sum conflict. Uh, they're called zero sum games. Mm. And uh, a lot of the, the, the gaming profession is based on zero-sum theology, and that's winners and losers. Right. Okay. Somebody has to come out on top. 
Um, in some ways, it's even a biblical model for us when God says, if you will obey me, I will bless you. And if you do not obey me, I will curse you. Right. Is there a winner and loser there? Mm-hmm. Okay. What it comes down to is if you'll let me be your God, I will bless, bless you. you. Yeah. If you do not let me be your God, I will curse you. Where's the equation? See, the reality is the equation is if you make a healthy choice, the choice, by the way, that God wants you to make. Right. Okay. Equality is a guarantee. Equality is always a guarantee from God. Right. If we'll do it his way, he will give us beyond our expectations. And, and if we allow him to be God, allow his priorities to be our priorities, his yes to be our yes, his no to be our no. When we play that and, and live that and work through that in our own particular life, he says, you will have the kingdom of heaven on earth. Okay, You will have all of those things that he blesses us or chooses to bless us with. Right. That's, that's his zero sum. He will give us, he will, he will work out the equation in such a way that it's equal, that, that he, what he desires for us is met in us, offered to us, able to live, to be lived out by us. Um, that, I mean, that's at least one aspect of, of that zero sum theology. Sure. Um, now, when we talk about a basic application of that, how do we, how do we change that one sided approach, that one sided imbalance that yes. happens because because i want my way is there a biblical way to do that this is where the challenge actually comes in for us because the answer to that is yes there there is a way for us to work through sure. zero sum sure to, to bring those zeros okay both sides of the equation to where it is but if the imbalance is caused by me being first and you second or me winner and lo- you loser, mm-hmm. what do you think might be that equaling factor? Hmm. Well, because I'm at the top, I have to be. I have to come down. Oh, and if I'm coming down, I have to, because we're going to be equal on both sides of the equation. Bring you up. As I'm coming down, I have to. Bring, bring you up. Oh, I have to raise you up. Mm-hmm. Is this anything at all like where Christ said, if you're really going to be a a leader then rather than being at the top you become servant of all oh the servant of all so in in becoming your servant then i raise you up that's zero sum sure and that's where that's where this where conflict that could exist can be taken out of the way because we take the imbalance and and we bring it back right we bring it back to an equal place uh christ would say this in another way um Christ created, he brought zero sum mm-hmm. by giving himself on the cross. Because what was due based on your sin? The penalty of death. Penalty of death. Who took care of that for you? Christ. By, by his death on the cross, he lifted us up to a place where we could receive salvation whether we earned it or not. Sure. Okay. Whether we deserve it or not. Mm-hmm. And the reality is, how many of us can earn it? None. Therefore, how many of us can earn it? None. Okay, deserve it, I should have said. None, none of us deserve it either. Sure. Okay, it's not something that, that we can work for. And yet, because of his death on the cross, we're offered how much of it? 
All of it. We're, we're offered all of it. Um, now, here's, here's the greater challenge. How do we do that? How can I do that for you in this relationship where the obstacle has come between us and where damage is done and distance is created? How do, how do we deal with that? Christ said, okay, zero sum would work, look like this. Take up your cross daily and follow me. That, that's where that relationship comes right. in. Taking up your cross means sacrificing what? Self. It means sacrificing much. Mm. It may mean sacrificing power that we talked about earlier. It may be sacrificing being right in this particular circumstance. It may mean sacrifice being absolutely right in mm. this particular circumstance. Now, equality comes when, okay, I'm right, but there is another right as well. Right. There is an opportunity for me to be right and you to be right where we can have a win-win rather than I'm on top and you're on bottom. Sure. I'm right, you're wrong. It's where and, and conflict resolution comes into play in this when we try to find that, 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 that place where the equation is as equal as we can possibly make it. Right. Um, and so the goal for us in, in our walk in Christ is, is to find that place where we can learn to get along when we don't agree, when your priorities are not always my priorities, when your understanding of a doctrine may not be exactly where I am on that particular doctrine or that particular question, which would be a great source of conflict and mm -hmm. always is. But how can we still beyond the differences here, do what Christ said is going to make us known by all the brotherhood and by all the world around us. It's how we view one another through those things and, and actually express ourselves in terms of loving one another. Right. What does that look like if that becomes the priority in the differences that we have, however balanced or imbalanced the equation might be? When the goal is to find uh, in the imbalance, a way that we can love one another the way that he would love us or care for us or desire from us certain behaviors and actions that express that love. Love me first, love your neighbor second, even as you love yourself. There are three different challenges there. Loving God, loving others, and loving self. Mm -hmm. and, and doing that in such a way that the equation Whatever the obstacle, whatever the conflict might be, where the equation can find as, as equal, uh, an answer, a solution as, as, as possible. Right. I'm sitting here, I'm thinking of so many different passages throughout the New Testament. Paul, when he wrote to the church at Corinth and, and the division that existed there and how he went through and answering their questions, trying to help them come to that zero sum, if you will. And his letter to the church at Rome and yes. the conflict between Jew and Gentile. And, and when you look at the conflict of nationalities that even exist today and what they bring to that culturally to the table and how do we work in those circumstances to bring about that sort of balance of raising up and, and lowering ourselves so that we can be as equal as possible. And those are just two examples I think of throughout the New Testament. And I know there are many others. And... I'm just I'm just enthralled with how we need 
to work at achieving that. And in the goal of achieving that through, as you mentioned, the love that we demonstrate to show that we are his disciples. You know, and it, and it, it's not difficult terminology. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul told the Philippian brethren, for instance, you want an example of, of what it really means to be humble, what it really means to see others through different eyes. Let's, he says in chapter two, let's look at Christ first. Mm, yes. But before he gets to that and says, this is what I'm talking about, what he says first is, you know how you could complete my joy? Here's what I'd really like to see you do, church. What I'd really like to see you do is get out of first place. Yeah. I would like for you to start seeing the needs in others and the interests that others have. I would like you to consider their interests before you consider your own. Now, what just happened to the equation? Zero sum. Okay. We, we found a place where suddenly, because I'm right, now being right is not what's most important. What's most important, rather than me being right, it's this relationship that we, we know God is calling us to that becomes most important. And so to do that, I'm going to listen to your side. I, I'm going to see what's important to you. I'm going to measure things through your interests versus my own. Now, that's Paul's demand. Right. When he says, in, in case that's too tough for you to understand, let me tell you how that works out. Do you remember this guy named Jesus? <laughs> You know, he takes us right back to that image that we're to bear. Right. We are to be the incarnate Christ. We become that image in the body of Christ today. And so what he calls us to is to be that. And what was it? It was he poured out that right to be above, that right to stand on top. It says he poured that out to be made in the likeness of, oh, yeah, you, me. <laughs> How's that zero sum? See, he brought the equation down to a level where it could be understood. And the glory that he had here, that text says he received ultimately in the end because he was willing to be obedient, Mm. keeping everything equal, to become obedient even unto death, death on a cross. And, And again, not only death, but death on a cross. Right. The ultimate nasty kinds of death. Mm. And, and he was willing to keep the equation equal in such a way or, or to even it out in such a way that, that we have the perfect example. So for those of us who want to receive that glory to be at the top of that list, he tells us exactly how to do it. And what he says to do is, like him, let their interests become more important than your own. Be willing to sacrifice whatever it might be for the sake of that love relationship that we're mm-hmm. to have with one another. Obviously, there are there are exceptions to that rule. I mean, you have to be careful about sure. giving up so much. But that is the challenge. That's where kingdom living is, is so much stronger than worldly living. That's where our challenge becomes so much deeper than, than just getting along in the workplace. When we see the workplace as another opportunity to to be less so that your needs can become more. And when that becomes how we deal with one another at work or the husband and the wife at home, the parent and the child, the child and the parent, uh, we, we could start naming relationship after relationship. Sure. And where conflict comes into play, 
when conflict comes into play, one of the first questions to be asked is what's out of balance here? And the, the challenge then becomes, let's balance this. Right. What can I do to bring balance? Now, I didn't say I was wrong where I might be right. I just said, in spite of the fact that I'm right, what's more important is for us to heal or to have a relationship that's healthy. Right. That's how I'm forced by that kind of mindset to, to approach conflict in a completely different way. I'm looking for the positive outcome. I'm not looking for the win. Right. I'm looking for the win-win, not the win-lose, not the my gain, your loss, not my victory, your sacrifice. I'm, I'm looking for let's reach that place where together we can uh, to bring this equation into a, to a healthy kind of solution. Right. Um, that's my that's my simple take <laughs> on, on that whole idea. I'm just sitting here thinking what a difference the church would be and the impact it would have in the world. For that mindset to exist more. Wow. And, and it's biblical. It is you biblical. Know, th this, yeah. is, this is as biblical as it can be, whatever we might yeah. call the concept or the theory, the bottom line. This is what we're called to do. That's right. And, and yes, it can be different. Yes, it should be different. Yes, it must be different <laughs> if we're going to be the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. that, that's the ultimate challenge here. Wow. Thanks for that reminder. Again, time goes by so fast and I... I hate it that it does because I just get wrapped up in this conversation and and we've got more. Uh, we, we've got some more and want to thank everyone for tuning in today and please continue to listen to these discussions as Brandy and I will continue to talk about the idea of conflict. You'll especially want to listen to the next session because we're going to be talking about some areas that really involve some biblical steps that will help leaders today prepare for conflict. So please join us in our next session together. Thank you again for tuning in today.